0: Hello everyone and welcome to Small Talk. I'm your host Maggie McIntyre and today I am joined by the University of Delaware head men's basketball coach, Coach Martin Inglesby. Coach, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks Maggie, appreciate you having me.
0: Yeah, well first I want to talk a little bit about your personal athletic career. Uh, I know your dad played in the NBA. Did you grow up only playing basketball or what was your first love?
1: Um, you know, I would say basketball was my first love, but I grew up playing a lot of sports, um, played soccer, played baseball, um, uh, a lot of basketball. Um, so that kept me busy, um, you know, playing, uh, travel a little bit, you know, playing in the backyard. Uh, I feel like you went from one season to the next, uh, I did that up till high school. And then when I got into high school, I just committed to playing basketball and that kind of became uh, 365 um, 24 seven for me.
0: Right. And I know you played high school ball at Carroll. When did you realize that you were going to play in college and that you were good enough and that's what you were going to do?
1: You know, I um, that was always a goal of mine growing up. Um, my dad played at Villanova, had a great career there, played in the NBA, so around the game of basketball probably ever since I could remember. Um, and, you know, as, as I continued to work hard and, and commit to it, um, started to get some interest from college early in my high school career. And um, and then probably around sophomore year, I thought that, hey, I got a chance to play at the next level in, in Division I. And, and, uh, you know, obviously explored my options and did my homework. It came down to me uh, going to Princeton. I had grown up going to the basketball camp uh, for years when I was younger with my buddies. And then grew up a big Notre Dame football fan. So I uh, had a chance to travel out there for some football games with my dad. And I um, just kind of fell in love with the place. So was fortunate to get a basketball scholarship to go out to Notre Dame and spend uh, a lot of time out there.
0: So that's really cool that you got to kind of go to a school that you were dreaming of going to one day?
1: Yeah, I mean, I uh, I grew up on Saturdays. I feel like we uh, arranged our um, athletic activities and, and events on the weekends around when Notre Dame football was playing. So at a young age, I was a big Notre Dame football fan, and, and they started to show some interest. Uh, actually, Fran McCaffrey, who's the head coach at the University of Iowa, now was an assistant at Notre Dame. He's a Philadelphia guy, so um you know he knew my dad and they started recruiting me a little bit and I went out there early in my junior year and then uh or sophomore year and junior year and got really comfortable with the coaching staff the opportunity kind have of an Irish Catholic kid from the Philadelphia area uh it was kind of a dream opportunity for me so um just fell in love with it and I uh, was fortunate to get a scholarship there and head out to uh, play four great years of basketball there.
0: So what was your experience like being a player at Notre Dame?
1: It was a lot of fun uh you know, a lot of fun out there. And I played for three coaches in four years, which is a little unique experience. Yeah. I always kind of step back as a coach and, and look uh, and try to pull from the coaches that I played for. But I played for John McLeod, who was the head coach there. Uh, he recruited me out of high school. I played for two years for him. And then he unfortunately got let go. Then Matt Doherty came in, who was an assistant at Kansas for Roy Williams, uh, and was there for a year. And then he left uh, that next summer to go to North Carolina, which was his alma mater. And then Mike Bray, who's the current coach there, came in my senior year. So, you know, unique experience, uh, three different personalities, three different styles and systems. Um, You know, I think I uh, dealt with some adversity through um, sometimes, but, you know, I think it really prepared me for life after basketball, had a, had a lot, of, lot of fun out there um, with good friends, guys I met in the dorms my freshman year, and then obviously some great, great teammates, and we had an unbelievable experience basketball-wise, so um, kind of getting Notre Dame basketball kick-started hadn't been in the NCAA tournament 11 years, my senior year, we were fortunate to get back to the NCAA tournament, uh, won a Big East championship that year, and just had a lot of fun with it. a really good group of guys.
0: And did you get to go to any football games while you were? Ah, yeah, quite a bit.
1: Yes, that was what we did on Saturdays. You know, we'd always have recruits in. Uh, those weekends, so you had to entertain them and show them around. We played uh, pick-up in the morning, then we had a tailgate, a basketball tailgate, leading into the football game, and, you know, I went to uh, a lot of college football games, and when I was an assistant, we used those rec- you know weekends for recruits, so you're always looking to entertain and show people a good time and experience, uh, you know, big-time college football, football atmosphere, so I was a big college football fan, so I loved going it going to those games, and you know, a lot of, a lot of great memories watching Notre football.
0: And then basketball-wise, do you have a favorite memory or a favorite game?
1: Wow, that's intriguing. As a player? Um, As a player. You know, um, I would say two that come to mind would be, you know, my high school – Career at Carroll, my sophomore year, we won a Catholic championship. So that is something our school had never done before, and, and we played a great game down at the Plester. uh I feel like the Cathedral College basketball in yes. Philadelphia beat a really good Roman Catholic team that um, had a lot of Division One player, a lot of Division One players on, on the floor that night, and it was kind of a, an upset. Uh, they had beaten us twice that year, so we beat them in the championship, was which was a, a memorable experience. And then, um, you know, my senior year, we played Boston College. Um, they were top 10 in the country. Troy Bell was our point guard. They came into South Bend. We were ranked, I think, top 20 in the country. And I actually hit the game-winning shot uh, to beat them at the end. So yeah. uh, I like to joke around with Coach Bray, I was like the sixth option out of the five guys <laughs> on the floor. But somehow I got the ball and made a run it was about two seconds left to go to give us the win. So um, that was an enjoyable, enjoyable like, the the experience And
0: evening. Yeah, what a great moment. Yeah, yeah. So you went on to coach at Notre Dame. How yep. is that different than being a player there?
1: It was a lot different, and to be honest with you, it was um, a little bit of an eye-opening experience Some of my first couple of staff meetings with Coach Bray and the assistants. And, you know, as a player, you see things from a different lens, and then I remember getting into those staff meetings, sitting there, and just being like, oh, wow, there's a lot a lot that goes into running a basketball program. So uh, I didn't have a whole lot to say those first couple of years. I kind of was a sponge in staff meetings and try to soak it all in. Right. Um, but it's amazing. It's, you, know, you step back and, and look to see what actually goes into actual running a program, you know, academics, compliance, uh, camps, community relations, fundraising. I just don't kind of thought you yeah, roll the balls out and you go to practice and watch a little video here and there, but, you know, I spent a lot of time, um, you know, learning how to be a coach, and uh, I was... So seven years as director of basketball operations at Notre Dame, so kind of behind the scenes helping Coach Bray run the program, and that was you know liaison to academics, to alumni, to running camps and clinics, to doing travel. So you really kind of got the nuts and bolts of what goes into running a basketball program. And then I was fortunate to get moved up to an assistant coach, and was um, you know there as an assistant for six years, and you know we had unbelievable success, and, and, and uh, you know some great. Memories winning, winning a lot of games there with with great kids. You know that was the most enjoyable part for me. Is you did it with great kids, and you know believe in the mission of that university, and and want to excel, not just on the basketball court but in the classroom
0: and the community. Would you say coaching has allowed you to appreciate the game more? Yeah,
1: I think, yeah. I mean, I think for me, um, you know, as as a leader you're always trying to um continue to grow and develop and get better um you know there's so many days where i wish i could get back out there and continue to play and i worry about my knees and my achilles Mm -hmm. but um you know i love what i do you know um you appreciate the experiences and helping kids uh grow and mature and develop and I feel like you get these 18-year-old kids here and, and you, know, you send them out into the real world as men and, and to see that progression and that growth and development has been really rewarding to me. So um, I love it. You know, my dad was my high school coach. I always felt like I, I wanted to get into coaching. I wanted to, get it to uh, give it a try. And, uh, you know, basketball has been so good to me and my family throughout the years and, and um, just kind of had enough affinity for it, teaching and coaching and educating and, and trying to help kids get better.
0: Yeah, I mean, you've done a great job at University of Delaware so far, really turning that program around. What advice would you give to young coaches out there that maybe you wish you had? Yeah, I mean, you know,
1: um, i probably stay the course and, and keep a perspective on everything. You know, when we got to Delaware, um, it was not in a great place and, you know, kind of just stay true to the process. I and mean, nobody's an overnight success and, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day and, you know, I think really work really hard and, and be nice to people. I have a sign in my office that I look at every now and then and, um, you know, just stay true to who you are and, and don't try to be anybody else. It was a great advice Coach Bray gave me when uh, I was fortunate to get the job at Delaware. So you see be the best version of Martin Ingalls, but you can't, you know, don't try to be Mike Bray. Don't try to be this guy. Don't try to be that guy, you know, and, and, um, you know, pull from your experiences and, and enjoy it and have fun, and, you know, uh, make sure you're getting your workouts in, make sure you're eating right, you're getting a good night's sleep, uh, but I just think, you know, you treat people the right way, and, you know, I think that's going to come back to, you know, do great things for you in the future, so, um, yeah, that was, that was, I guess, some ramblings <laughs> of pieces of advice, but, you know, I think that's kind of what I've tried to uh, instill in, in my coaching staff and young guys that want to get into it, you know, you got to work hard, you got to grind it, but obviously enjoy that process as well.
0: Yeah, I think that's some great advice. So, totally different topic here, but how have you been spending your time in quarantine?
1: You're to four little kids around the house. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this online learning and virtual learning. We have ten year old twins, uh, year girl oh, twins, twins, and then we have two. oh yeah, Yep. and then we have a five year old and a three year old uh, boy. So we've uh, my wife Colleen has has. Kind of overseeing the ten-year-olds in their virtual learning, and and I kind of have to play zone against the five and three-year-old as best nice. I can, so. You know, uh, this rain today doesn't help, but at least it's been a little nice and warm and sunny the last uh, week or so where we can get outside. And they've been having some Zoom calls. They've been having some activities with their teacher. And, and, you know, for me, just trying to keep in contact with our players, uh, which is the most important thing for me, Um, obviously, as a head coach of Delaware, is to stay connected with those guys and make sure that they're, um, you know, safe and healthy. and, and. really concerned about their well-being, make sure they're going to finish strong academically. And we've been doing some Zoom calls once a week with them just to be able to connect and see each other and and try to stay productive as well.
0: Yeah. All right, well, it's time for some buzzer beaters.
1: All right.
0: iPhone or Android? iPhone. Sneakers or flip-flops? Sneakers. Travel by plane or travel by car? Car. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. And Mac or PC?
1: I'm a PC guy,
0: yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. All right, well, it was awesome to have you on the show today. I really appreciate you coming on.
1: Well, thanks, Maggie. I appreciate it. You know, Hope you're staying safe and healthy over there, and and, I appreciate the opportunity.
0: Same to you as well. All
1: right. Take care.
0: This has been today's episode of Small Talk with University of Delaware head men's basketball coach, Coach Martin Inglesby. As always, I'm your host, Maggie McIntyre. Thanks for listening and stay safe.